Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,212. The way I like to work and think is to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from beautiful coming Georgia, Paul Brobson. Hey, Paul, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm buckled up and ready to go, Mark. All right, here we go. Paul Brobson is the founder and CEO of Trusted Sale, the first all-in-one platform for private party vehicle sales. Trusted Sale creates solutions that foster trust between anonymous parties involved in peer-to-peer transactions. As a serial entrepreneur and senior sales and marketing executive, Paul has spent over 20 years of practical hands-on strategic marketing planning, implementation, and senior leadership experience. Paul has helped build startups from the ground up and emerging companies and established market leaders alike to attract more prospects and convert those prospects into profitable customers. Paul has helped build startups from the ground up and emerged emerging companies and established market leaders alike to attract more prospects and convert those prospects into profitable customers. Paul's extensive experience with thought leadership in the area of digital and interactive marketing strategies, interactive marketing campaign management, including functional expertise in campaign planning, development, execution, reporting analysis, and optimization. I think I need to get you on board here, Karsia. I think you can help me quite a bit. So, Paul, I've told our listeners a little bit about you. Could you take a moment to share a little more about your business and a very obvious passion for helping people buy and sell automobiles? Well, sure, Mark. And thank you again for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity to share with your listeners. You bet. Um, And yes, I I do sound, when I hear you describe my background, I I seem very uh, sales and marketing focused, which is what I've been doing for the, the past uh, 20 years. And so it made perfect sense to found a technology company, I guess. Um, Yep. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, so um, the, the company Trusted Sale um, is now, you know, entering its second year in operation. And we are you know, super excited to help those people who own vehicles to earn more, sell uh, their vehicles faster, earn more and do it more safely. And that's where our passion lies. It's very cool. You know, this is a big issue because one of the things about I've talked to many friends who've had cars for sale and they go, you know, I can make more money selling it myself, but I just don't want to have to deal with that. And especially the dangers of people coming to see my car and are they real and what they give me is really real. So I find this really interesting. Our listeners are going to find it extremely useful. So I'm so glad that we connected today. <laughs> As we continue on your journey, though, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning or the transactions turning, I should say, in your case here on cars. <laughs> yeah. So, Paul, take the wheel. Great. So I think uh, the mantra that best you know, personifies uh, the way I like to work and think is to surround yourself with people who are smarter than you. My father said it differently. He would say, you know, it's, it's always best to be uh, the dumbest person in a, a room full of smart people. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, I love that. My son works for Google and uh, he's, he's young. He's only been out of college a few years. But one of the things he says, he goes, I am surrounded by the smartest people. It is so cool to go to work every day. And I just kind of 
grin from inside because that's something my dad taught me as well. And I guess that carried through me into my son and the importance of that. How have you incorporated that success quote, that mantra into your business and your life that you're building here with Trusted Sale? Well, as I mentioned, uh, Mark, you know, I, um, I didn't have prior experience. I've been doing, you mentioned at the top that I've been a serial entrepreneur for over 20 years. I've been involved in 20 startups. Uh, Trusted Sales is the fourth one that I've actually started up. Um, however, uh, I didn't have a technical background, um, and yet this is the second technology business I've started. I didn't have an automotive background except for being an enthusiast. So I didn't work in the automotive sector. And so, and, and likewise, um, I didn't have experience in identity verification nor in financial transactions. So it made perfect sense for me to start this company. Yeah, I um, can do anything. <laughs> so, but, but therein lies the, the mantra, which is to surround yourself with people who are super smart in all yeah. of the realms. And I was really fortunate, and I guess, you know, to, to be able to, to pull together uh, some really great minds across all of those disciplines, kind of coach the team together to, to pull together what is now our solution, which if I had done it on my own, you know, would not have looked anything like the final cake that it, it has become. You know, this is a really important thing for entrepreneurs. So many entrepreneurs think, well, I don't know anything about that business. I have a great interest in it, but they don't think they can go into that area. But if you're a good leader and if you can bring a team together and and help make that team work together, you can do just about anything, can't you? I think so, Mark. You know, in our case, our current team, we're small, nimble. We only have six people, um, including me. And as full-time, we have a lot of contract people and, and vendors, suppliers, partners that we work with. The point is that those six people, uh, we've all in one sh- way, shape, or form, have all worked together for the last 10 years in different ah. um, companies that have nice. had nothing to do with the automotive space. But it's the, 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 the ability to work together as a team, you know, you can apply that discipline to almost any industry. And in the automotive space, it's the same. It's really the same case. Absolutely. And I think all of us who are listening to this show know that when you are working with somebody who's smarter than you and is so good at their job, it is so refreshing. Now, some people on the other side might be intimidated by it, but you really have to get past that and realize that you are a team. Everybody has their strengths. Quarterback couldn't be a lineman. The lineman probably couldn't be a running back. And But they all have their position on the field. And they all do their job really well. And together, that makes a winning team. So great. Nicely said. Well, let's uh, talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for cars. I know you haven't worked in the automotive sector till now, but you've been an enthusiast. So tell us a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were a car guy. Well, you know, it's interesting because I mentioned my father before. My father, you know, was a, a World War II vet, you know, grow, grew up in, you know, in the Depression, mm-hmm. you know, was taught to, he repaired all his cars and his engines on his boats and everything. He was just a, a, a mechanic at heart. He was an engineer in his day job, but he was a mechanic by heart. And my bro- older brother kind of took a, 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 you know, an inkling to it as well, where I kind of sat in the back. <laughs> it really didn't get my hands <laughs> greasy. But I uh, obviously watching them and the passion that they had and, and for, for vehicles and for engines and for the whole you know, area of vehicle and automation. It was just an inspiration from the beginning. Um, even though I wasn't quote unquote a motorhead, I was yeah. around it all the time. My true inspiration honestly came only a couple of years ago when, when Trusted Sale was still trying to figure out exactly, you know, what we should, uh, we should be when we grow up because mm-hmm. we had been having some success with a lot of different kinds of merchandise that people sell and vehicles was a big part of it. 
But when we got to uh, Miami, we were at a global classified summit. So this is a summit of all the big classified ad players you can think of. And, and at that moment, I had an epiphany just at the sheer amount of people who were taking risks. It was in the six to eight million a year in the United States alone yeah. who are doing this private party stuff with no safety net anywhere around them. And of course, we know there's been killings. We know there's been scams and fraud and to me, that was like my calling. I said, that's an area that has such high level of, of fraud and scam that we need to help those folks. Yeah, it's tremendous. You know, it seems like you're practicing your uh, or, or practicing what you preach when you're a young kid. You're surrounding yourself with your dad and brother who are better at mechanics than you were, but you're sitting back and learning and together you were a team. As you were telling that story, I went, well, he was doing then what he's doing now. So just took 30 years to manifest. Well, you know, it's a work in progress, this thing called life. But you're right. When it comes to transactions, I've been a big eBay buyer and seller for decades, way, way back to when you had to actually send a cashier's check and wait for somebody to cash it before they sent you your goods. And then our good buddy Elon Musk came along and made that all really easy. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it is. And there's I've even been uh, kind of duped a couple times. I've learned some little tricks and eBay has helped that. You know, they really help the, the buyer, it seems like, more than the seller, which is kind of the way you need to treat it. But again, going back to cars, that's a huge transaction. So what you're doing for people, I think, is fantastic. Let's talk a little bit about challenges and failures, though, before we get into the details of trusted sale. I'd love for you to share a story when you you were really challenged or even met with a big failure. But the most important part of this is, of course, the lesson learned. So walk us through that situation. Sure. Well, I think the one that probably, you know, for, for me was was the biggest one was um, early in my career, I, I was a fast riser in sales in the financial services arena. One day, a corporate came along and clipped and change the, the the structure of all the the you know regions that we were in, and so I was kind of on a real fast track to move up. I was kind of young, but uh, was doing well, and it was performance based. And then, kind of politics set in, and I kind of had to s- succumb and be a shop under someone else. Uh-huh. And so it was kind of a, a big wake up call for me, you know, to understand that 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 was not in terms of a challenge. I, I could have faced it, you know, a couple ways. I would think I was angry up front, but I realized quickly over time that if I could align with my new leader, you know, it would be the best for me in the long run. Even if I wasn't able to perform with him or for him, it's mm-hmm. better to take the high road. So yeah. I think that the, the point is, and this is the one thing I would say to any entrepreneur that's out there, because I'm, you know, I'm a little grayer than, than probably a lot of the entrepreneurs <laughs> who start up businesses, is yeah. that to, to be patient, you're not going to figure it all out the first day. You have to be patient. And the, when the times are bad, and early on, it always seems like there's a lot more bad than good, but then they'll get good, but then they'll get bad again. And it's how you react at that moment mm. um, is going to be clearly the way your company will react and your customers will react. Yeah. You know, this is a, another really valuable nugget you dropped for us here because a lot of times, if you work for a big company or even a small company and things change, you can kind of get, what the heck's going on here? I'm working my tail off. I'm doing really well. Everybody's patting me on the back and you pull the rug out from under me like that. What What's the deal there? But I like the approach you took because most people do get angry. They either leave or they say things they shouldn't say or they burn some bridges along the way. What's a piece of advice you might offer a, an entrepreneur, young or old out there that might be facing that right now as far as how to deal with that situation? Is it a matter of to step back for a second, take a breath, analyze, ask questions? Should you get angry? I mean, what would you advise? 
I think the first thing is two, two things I would say. You have to be both patient but persistent. The things that you know as an entrepreneur, anybody else in your, in your realm doesn't know, whether they're a partner you're working with, a customer you're trying to uh, uh, get, a lawyer who's writing an agreement for you, a partner who's trying to you know, squeeze on something. Yeah. Uh, these are the things that you face. But, you know, it's, it's like I said, in those moments where you're facing it, you have to be, if you know things to be true, you're, nobody knows the business better than you. So mm-hmm. you have to be completely strong in your conviction. Investors will actually challenge entrepreneurs to see if they really are, have that conviction or not, because if they're challenged, they need to know that. On the other hand, if it's something that you just don't know or you're not sure, I think entrepreneurs should, should be patient, take a step back. And don't answer until they know what the, the answer is. They don't, yeah. don't know what to say. The biggest mistake they can make is try to backtrack later for something that they didn't know. Be honest. Yeah, yeah, be honest. And, and I, was, I was just Take a minute say to that. breathe. And, and everybody can always say, hey, I'm not sure about that. I need to contemplate a, a proper answer for you at this point. But it's important that I get that answer to you. So let's – and then put a deadline on it. Say, listen, I'm gonna, I don't know the answer now, but I'll, you know, give me a day or give me 24 hours. I'll, I'll come back to you with you know, something more than I know today. You know, that, very again, wise advice, because we've even seen it with big public companies when they're under great pressure and their leaders come out and speak too soon <laughs> and say something that they just went, I wish I hadn't said that. And uh, yeah, take a breath, come back. Yeah. And analyze the situation so that when you do speak and yeah, especially important. Well, even our politicians do it all the time, of course, don't they? Um, but uh, yeah, uh, sometimes and they're coached. Uh, yeah, heavily coached for sure, for sure. Uh, we don't have teleprompters like they do. Uh, life doesn't give you teleprompters. Maybe someday they'll make a little uh, thing you contact lens you put in your eye that tells you what you should say when you hear something, so you don't say something stupid. Let's have a little bit of fun and uh, talk about your first really special vehicle. Is there a, a car in your life, the first car you got in some way that was really special? And maybe share a memory you have about that car. Absolutely. Um, it's not my first car. Um, it was the first truck I owned, though. And it was a 1958 GMC dump truck. Oh, um, a dump truck. Yeah. It was one of the old Mason body. You know, it was kind of small yeah. on the sides with the and it had the dual piston, you know, Lift and it was. I mean, uh, I, I was in the landscaping business. I was just uh, either the last year or so of college, and you know, I had been, uh, you know, been trying to get this kind of business off the ground. So I, I didn't have a lot of money. Of course, I, I, I found this uh, this Mason dump truck, and I said, you know, it was affordable. I think I paid maybe eighteen hundred dollars for it at the time. Mm-hmm. This is back. I'm saying maybe nineteen eighty three ish, and um, it was just a beast. It worked super hard for a small truck. It, I mean, I remember at one point I actually uh, pulled an 18 wheeler up a hill with a, with a oh long my table because he was wow. stuck in the side with a, an embankment in snow in New Jersey. Crazy. I mean, it just had a lot of effort and work for something that was not that big. And so anyway, I, it was the only vehicle I had for a while because my car um, had crapped out. So I, I ended up, you know, using it as my truck my vehicle. And mm-hmm. I was dating now to be my wife at the time. <laughs> and so I used to pull up in the dump truck to take her on a date. <laughs> uh, well, the fact that she stuck with you says something about you there, buddy. Um, yeah. I like, did. I don't know many women that would leave the house and they see a dump truck pull up and their dates driving the car. I still have a picture. I'm remind me to send it to you of, of the front of that truck. Cause I actually put labels on the front of it. And, you know, back then you, that's what, I don't know, maybe that's what people don't do that today, but we put label with, I put the name of the truck was Denise. <laughs> that's funny. 
The, the, that car, if I remember right, the front of those were pretty cool. They almost had two bumpers. They had one down mm-hmm. low yeah. and one in, one in the grill, right? Kind of yeah. an upside down smile or something. Yeah. It was like yeah. this flared looking. It was really awesome. I'm, and it yeah, was, two oh, headlights. Was canary yellow, by the way. Oh, so well, even you cooler. You see it. Like that was even better when you're going to the movies with your date. A canary yellow dump truck. Yeah, just as long as you weren't the guy that parked behind you at the drive-in. Uh, that kind of messed <laughs> things up a little bit. And, but, I, forget, uh, and I made sure to drop, you know. To, to get all the manure out of the truck before I brought it to the... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please hose out the truck. Yeah, the manure. Oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Well, that's a that's a first one for, for cars. Yeah, here. A dump truck. Oh, my gosh. I've heard some pretty pretty cool answers to that. How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go you wish you had back? Is it that dump truck? No. I Well, no. That, <laughs> th- th- um, that might come back later in the story. But the, no, actually... This is another in- very interesting car, um, and probably one that you won't hear because everybody, you know, has their their you know their luxury cars or their exotic cars or right. you know dream cars. I actually, my first car that I bought with my own money was a 1976 Dodge Dart Light, and when I say light, it was L I T E. It was actually okay. a model and not, and it was light because it was an aluminum block. Oh, uh, okay, okay, and it made, and so it, but but it. I don't know. The one I had was just, it was, it was a slant six and that car, I had 312,000 miles on it when basically it it just couldn't pull it anymore. But I think the engine probably would have gone another 100,000 miles easy. Those slant sixes were real workhorses. And I had a four on the floor, her shifter, you know, I was just a kid. I thought that even though, you know, it certainly wasn't a muscle car or anything, it was kind of a dorky car for the time, but it was really special because it was the first one I uh, you know, that I own with my own money. And I needed something that I could, I could bring my, all my, I was in bands. I needed to carry equipment and it had a monstrous trunk and a huge backseat. My Dodge Dart Light 1976. Look that one up. A very cool spirit of 76. That's the year I graduated from high school. So, uh, yeah, I, I kind of remember those. They are two door coupes and they have kind of the sloping back and they had a kind of a spear on the front fenders, I think, that came back that you could, I don't know if they all had stripes on them or not, but I remember. I kind of remember seeing one like that probably around my neighborhood or something. Very cool. Yeah. And they had, and the dart, as you know, I mean, they, I think all my old great aunts and grandmas had darts, but they had that, the more like the swinger or that squared off version, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now you had the cool one. <laughs> yeah. Much <laughs> like easier to you have the cool Pinto. <laughs> well, you know, they even made some cool versions of those too, but people might be raising their eyes right now, but, but they did. They did. Well, let's talk about today and tomorrow. I'd love for you to share a little bit more about Trusted Sale. What has you and your team excited and fired up here for the new year? Well, absolutely. Thank you. I mean, we this is a great week. We uh, Earlier this week, we launched our pilot program for our vehicle-specific product. And as I mentioned, we had some success last year through our pilot. And, and it, so we basically pulled the car, excuse the pun, back into the garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we built a, you know, a whole series of features that would allow consumers to really, you know, compete directly with dealers. So let me tell you a couple of things I'm super excited about. Just a quick recap of, of what the service is. Yeah. You know, uh, Trusted Sale allows anonymous sellers and buyers in private party vehicle transactions to interact more safely and transact more securely. And what that means is we allow the parties to verify the identities of each other before they meet. We provide a designated safe zone, either at local law enforcement or retail service location where they can they can you know safely interact and meet mm-hmm. and then finally when it comes to the transaction um, we provide a secure cashless tra- transaction um, that provides the ability for the buyer to pay by either debit card uh, a, um, credit card or ACH 
and the seller to get instantly paid the funds directly into their bank account. Um, and so we've added a few you know, other features on top of that. So if buyer to help buyers out, we, we provide full transparency into the vehicle by providing um, a free vehicle history report, as well as, uh, you know, if sellers uh, are eligible and their vehicles are eligible, they can get the vehicles inspected and have a 125 point inspection to get it. What we're now uh, claiming is the first ever certified pre-owned program for private party vehicles. That is awesome. You've taken away all the factors that are concerning to a buyer and a seller and made it easy and trusted and safe. Those are the two words everybody loves when it comes to transactions with money that's involved or vehicles because vehicles are worth a lot of money. So very, very cool. The other big challenge that most private sellers have is, as you know, you said it takes, you know, it's, it's, an, it's, a, it's an effort to do it. I mean, you right. have to set up listings, you have to set up accounts, first of all, email addresses and passwords and all that on the Craigslist and Facebook and OfferUp and AutoTrader and wherever else you want to put it up for sale, even on your local church bulletin, you got to make an effort. And then you've got to keep on top of that because, you know, your listings move down the, 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 the flow and they're, they're not second page. And then you got to go back in. And then, of course, people contact you at all times. And some of them are tire kickers and a lot of people are, you know, time wasters. And so you have all of that to kind of deal with on top of everything else. Of course, you're trying to live your life. So at one point, the value proposition of you can make a couple of thousand dollars more. People are like, I don't know, is it really worth it? So what we've done is we've tried to eliminate that by now. If folks can really come to trusted sale, basically take eight or 10 photos of their vehicle, take a photo of their driver's license and their, and a selfie put their price and their odometer in. And basically from that information alone, we can, and their VIN, we can, we can um, complete the entire listing process for them, not only at our site, but also to push it out to all of those other marketplaces that we talked about. So Facebook wow. marketplace and, you know, auto trader and, and cars, car gurus and Edmonds and all the rest. So Man, we're taking cool. away that worry and concern, but we're also providing people with a real convenience and, and ease to not have to worry about managing all that. And if the and all the people who come into a trusted sale from all, any of those marketplaces are vetted. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of like I tell my, my story about my kid when he goes to the bar and he's underage drinking. If he sees the guys carding, he's going to go to the bar down the street where they don't card anymore. Sure. So that's yeah. what we found in our experience is that we have a 99.6% you know, uh, rate of approval for the people who seem to come through the door. And the reason wow. is because most of those people are legitimate buyers out of the gate. Yeah. And sellers. Yeah. They're, if they see that you guys do all your homework, oh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to deal with these guys. I'm going to go somewhere else where things can be shady. So, so, wow, that's fantastic. And where can people learn more about this? Is it trustedsale.com? Well, they can go to there, but actually the place to go specifically if you want to um, sign up for the pilot program, there's no cost to join. It's free to use the service as long as you're on the platform, um, is trustedcarsale.com, trustedcarsale.com. There you go. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Paul's show notes page. And is there a, an app capability so I can do all this on my mobile device? You know, Mark, in the process of, I would say, considering it, we've not yet built it. And the reason is because we're, it's really me is the reason, because I've been <laughs> fighting against it. There's some real great technology capabilities that an app offers. At the same time, think about it. This is something you do once every four or five years. Well, maybe this audience a little more frequently. But the point is, on average, you know, the passenger vehicle market turns over once every five to six years. 
So the question is, do you really want to have an app that you have to update and constantly, you know, look at or change? I understand. Yeah. Uh, we've been able to build a, 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 our solution to work um, on any device um, as a mobile web responsive. So it, today it's working great. Um, but in the future, I could see being convinced that we, we move towards that. But today, uh, I think the experience is just fine um, on, the, on either mobile device or your desktop. Desktop. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Paul, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at carsyeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah! podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah! is now on MAV-TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah! guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah! TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, now, Paul, I have a question for you. This is a very introspective question. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car parked in the garage, you were an actual car or a truck or a dump truck, what would you be and why? Well, you said it already. I'd be the dump truck. Okay, okay. And why is that? I think the simple answer is because I think just like in athletics and throughout my life, um, I've been called by my coaches a very hard worker. I'm not the fastest. I don't lift the most. But I'm a hard worker. So I can, yeah. I can do a lot of work for a small frame. And, and I think, you know, uh, that, that means being resourceful. This dump truck carried sod. It, um, it was for grass clippings. It was, you know, I could carry trees. I could pull an 18 wheeler out of the snow. It's amazing what you can do with something once you know its true potential. And you'll never know its true potential unless you work it. So that that's kind of that's why I would pick my Mason dump truck. Nicely said. Well, I've had a lot of trucks on the show. You're the first dump truck, so you win that prize today. <laughs> so very Thanks. cool. 
Yeah, I like it. I like I want it. A Hot Wheels dump truck in the in my in the mail for Christmas. Okay, I'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> I've still got all my old Hot Wheels, but I'm not going to give any of those away. I'll have to find you one on eBay. I think <laughs> uh, make sure that transaction is safe too. So, Precise. what's uh, the best automotive advice you've ever received? Never buy a new car without the financing be do- being done ahead of time at a deal. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, I tell you, I that is where so many people get taken advantage. They walk in. And they fall in love and they haven't thought anything about that and they're just fed to the sharks. Yep. You know, it's just, and they come back and go, well, look what they gave me for my car. I'm like, what? And then, oh yeah, my car is, uh, I, I can afford more car than I can afford. And now I'm going to be paying it for it for the next 10 years. So, you know, Mark, we're, we're, we're not anti-dealer in no way, shape or form. We're completely supportive of dealers and what they're doing. Um, obviously they, there's a big paradigm shift in the way dealers um, oh, yeah. do business. Um, yep. I, I say we're not anti-dealer. We're pro-consumer. I, I would suggest that all consumers look, you know, um, online or on YouTube or whatever at the, the, the quote unquote four square method, you know, to understand, you know, what dealers are thinking about when, when they have you in front of them and why it's so important to have your financing done ahead of time. And really why it's more important to, to, to not trade your vehicle, but to sell it privately before you go there as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've got lots of friends who own dealerships, and it's changed a lot in the last 10 years because consumers are so well-versed in what yeah. they know, what they want, what they need. It's not like the old days. I mean, my next-door neighbor, he bought his last two cars from out of state, just online, mm-hmm. because he got a better price, and the car showed up within five days. Um, he tried the local dealers, but nobody could match. You know, he's buying the same product. So uh, uh, pretty amazing that uh, he could do better bringing cars in from out of state. And these were brand new, very, very nice cars, expensive cars. So uh, very well said. How about a personal habit that you believe has contributed to your success? You know, I, I used this example before, but I'll just use it again. The last, uh, I've, I've been coaching uh, youth uh, sports for almost 20 years when I'm not doing business and nice. doing, and doing things that are other things that are fun. Um, I think a lot of what, uh, how I organize uh, my business and my day is, is similarly structured to how I coach, you know, coaching. Uh, if you, you know, if you're, if you're coaching, especially youth, there's these foundation elements that have to always be in place, you know, make sure that the, the conditions are safe. For the players to execute, make sure the players are always in view. You can't have your back turned because then somebody could get hurt and you can't see them. So if, yeah. if you have to do a drill where there requires another set of eyes, then make sure you have that set of eyes ahead of time. Don't wait and make the kids stand around while you're asking someone else to come over and look. It's 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 thought, it's preparation, it's tactical, it's technical, and then it's execution. And then it's really about once you've taught the team what to, you know what you want them to do, it's letting them do it. How about a resource? There are wonderful resources these days. I have a feeling which one you might be promoting here, but is there a resource you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, of course, a, a trusted sale. We'd love you to come and, and give us a try or take a look at it. I, we certainly think it's uh, it's something that if you're uh, you know considering trading uh, your vehicle or selling, you should take a look at. The, the a kind of bonus, if I could, I would add uh, is a, a partner that we're um, we're talking to now called VehicleHistory.com. Mm. Um, and they are, they're going to kind of rock the world of vehicle history reports, um, in 2019. Um, I, you know, I'll, I, I would just say that they are currently the, as I know it, the only true free comprehensive, uh, vehicle history report service out there. 
And um, and I say tw- this year because they're going to announce some things this year that are going to uh, really uh, revolutionize the way ve- vehicle history reports are are real time. You know, through using analytics and other things, are going to be re- truly real time, including police reports and some other stuff. Oh, very cool. Well, I would ask that you uh, introduce me to their CEO president. I'd love to have him on Cars Yeah to share what they're doing with my uh, my audience. So we'll talk about that after the show a little bit. That For sounds sure. great. Absolutely. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Well, you're too far away, or I would say you. Um, oh, <laughs> well, I'm I'm happy to sit down and have a drink with you anytime, Paul. Okay, we'll we can that. we we can even do it over Skype if we have to. I've actually <laughs> done that with people before in the evenings. Yeah, you know, somebody from Europe, right? We hey, let's just uh, sit down and talk cars. So uh, anytime. Maybe that might actually be a fun podcast. You know, I, I did that with a guy in Italy once, and he goes, you know, this could be a show. And I was reminded <laughs> by the, the Seinfeld episode, yeah, this yeah. could be a show. Well, what's the show? About nothing. What do you mean about nothing? No, just us talking. That's the show. So, yeah, maybe I'm onto something there. I, I, may, I, so. I may do. I may try that. I like webinars. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sure, um, but, but seriously, if I had to pick one, I mean, I think you know, as a business, quote unquote, that I think is, I think we're doing something that is not revolutionary. I think it's evolutionary. And while at this time it was revolutionary, really Henry Ford was an evolutionist. Yeah. Um, he figured out how to, you know, how to make something that could actually work in an, in a, an arena or in, in an infrastructure that didn't work. I think a lot of ways that's what we're doing. So I'd really want to pick his brain to figure out what he was thinking about when he was yep. doing all that. Yeah. Most, uh, he's the guy who's mostly answered when or mentioned when I asked that question is Henry Ford for sure. And, and I can see why the tie in with business, cars, infrastructure, manufacturing. I mean, there's so many pieces of the puzzle he had to invent and figure out. It's absolutely incredible when you really go back and think about it. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners? Sure. Um, the one that kind of, you know, I, my go to uh, if I need something to kind of go back on is The E Myth oh, by God, Michael Gerber. Gerber. I love the I'm so glad you mentioned that. I love The E Myth. Why do you like the E-Myth so much? Well, as an entrepreneur, you kind of understand where Gerber's going. He basically is saying that no matter how high and fluent you are, you still got to, at the beginning of this thing, you're going to take out the garbage. Yeah. So one guy's going to take out the garbage and one guy is going to clean the windows. And oh, by the way, that's the CEO and the CFO. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, understanding that. And when, if you're a one-preneur, like a solopreneur like me, you know, mm-hmm. then it, that you have all of those jobs. But understanding and what Gerber does really well is allow you to figure out how to create replicated processes yeah. that as you grow now, everybody who comes into your organization just becomes a mini-me of you. Yeah, yeah. I love that book. I read that book probably 15 years ago. It helped me tremendously in the company I was uh, involved with before this. And I have bought that book for so many people and they've said, man, this is awesome. You know, small entrepreneurs, uh, small businesses, even bigger businesses. And then he went on to build or to write some books for specific industries. Uh, right. I had a guy do a remodel on my house and uh, I thought this guy could really benefit from Michael Gerber. And he had uh, the e-myth for the contractor. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's great. So we'll make sure we put a link to that on Paul's show notes page and all these great references. Just go to carsyad.com, type in Paul Brobson, B-R-O-B-S-O-N, and those will be listed right there. If you are an entrepreneur and you've not read the E-Myth, you need to get your hands on it. It's been around a while, but it works today just like it did when it came out. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Paul. And the last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you a special treat. Any collector car on the planet. Yeah, yay, yeah. 
Uh, there's some rules, though, to this game. And, you oh, know, no. life always has rules attached. One is you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with or, <laughs> further, okay. or further fund your business. So if you pick that Ferrari GTO worth 50, 60 million, uh, you're going to have to keep it, my friend. Uh, uh, I want you to drive it. So no garage queens here. So it needs to be yeah. a car that you get out and enjoy. Yeah. But here's the real catcher. It's the only collector car you can have in your garage. So choose wisely. I'm sensing a 19, like before 80s theme with me. I guess that seems to be my thing. I, 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 if I, I know the car that I drove by on my bike every day from the time I was probably 14 to 16 was at the gas station around the corner from us. It was a 1976 black Corvette Stingray. <laughs> the 350 yeah. Chevy in it. And it was, I mean, that was it. That's it. That, if I had that car in my garage, that, I would drive that and I would never sell it or do, I would, that would be, I, you could bury me in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we want to do that. Although uh, I've heard, yeah, I want to leave it for the next guy to enjoy, but I, I know there's some people who have been buried in their cars, which is pretty oh, bizarre, geez. but, uh, well, that shouldn't be too hard. Um, I think I could find you one of those. And uh, using trusted sale, I could make sure the person I bought it from uh, with the up and up and everything was the way it should be. So I'll get to work on that. Paul, you have taken us on a great ride today. Really enjoyed learning about you, this new business, trusted sale, what you guys can do for us car folks out there that are buying and selling cars in a much safer and trusted way. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you give us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that 76 Corvette Stingray? Oh, I can't wait. It's a beautiful day here in Atlanta. So get it here quick, please. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, well, it's a little cool, but that's okay. That's the kind of car that even if it's 20 degrees out, you're riding with the top off. So, oh, yeah. I would just say to all of the listeners to be, you know, like on the old Hill Street Blues, it's, they used to say, be safe out there, right? Yeah. Um, people want to trust each other. They really do. The one lesson I've learned along here is that people, they're not afraid once they get the chance to meet someone. And especially in the vehicle realm and especially in the collector space, I hear so many great stories about relationships that have been formed and whatever. And it's all based on a trust. Yep. And so I'm, we want to help people get that trust back again because it's not just walking away with the money in your pocket. You feel good that somebody else got a good deal on a good vehicle that you sold. And as a buyer, you know that the guy who you bought it from, you know, got a square deal too. There's yeah. something good about that beside that goes past the monetary value. Yeah, very well said. And uh, after 1,212 guests here on Cars, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's a little bit what I'm doing here is building trust relationships between people. And, you know, once a car person meets another car person, there's an instant bond. They're friends for life. As we are today, Paul. And what's the best way for our listeners, again, to learn more about Trusted Sale? So the best way to find out is to go to TrustedCarSale.com. Um, we're anywhere and everywhere you'd imagine on the web. You just can type in Trusted Sale or Trusted Car Sale and you'll find us. Absolutely. Listeners, again, you can find these links on Paul's Cars Yes show notes page on the website. Just go there, type in Paul or Paul Brobson. And his page will pop right up. Paul, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with the Cars Yeah audience. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Great. Thanks, Mark. Thanks again. You're welcome. You take care of your cars. 
but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.